almost started singing the beautiful day in the neighborhood as an, an opening, but um, <laughs> Aww, <that's great. laughs> I just I just decided that's what, no. I'm just gonna say hi, hi. <laughs> and Nicole, <laughs> that's amazing. Hi. Uh, and tonight, in case Jess did not already give it away, we are doing a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Not Won't You Be My Neighbor, uh, which is the documentary that came out last year very, about uh, Mr. Very Rogers. Very confusing. Very confusing. Very different movies. Very different. Uh, because one's a narrative and the other is a documentary, among other things. Uh, but Mr. Rogers, so you guys both saw the documentary last year, correct? The, the Totally. The time. Loved yeah, it. loved it. Loved it. So that was a good, that was a good, and I, as, I, as did I, I thought it was probably the best documentary I saw. We were, we were teary-eyed in that. Yeah, the, the trailer was, made oh, yeah, you were... teary-eyed. Oh yeah, the trailer did make me, because he's like, oh, that, it's that, it's that, um, song, the, 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 the use it in Man on Wire too. Anyway, it's, it's, oh, it's so good. Um, so this is a narrative film and I'll give, well, first background on uh mr rogers do you guys know anything about him other than the documentary is that pretty much just cover your your base knowledge i watched it when i was little oh okay yeah same here i love mr rogers i always used to watch that and you know he really has has stood the test of time in in terms of of current life like um there's an animated show called daniel tiger we were just discussing um off the show uh that was based on his puppet and i mean it's still playing on tv i feel like all reruns like it's still going and uh i i didn't watch it much as a kid i i remember the intro always and then as soon as the puppets i guess i must have changed the channel or something <laughs> i don't remember any of the puppets i as a kid i only remember him he walked in the door he changed his clothes in front of me for some reason and then he uh, spoke softly for about 90 seconds that's really we pushing what he did he changed his sweater and took his shoes he off changed, he took his shoes off remember he does a little shoe toss yep like his, like his, isn't it, like his pants were on still <laughs> Uh, I might have watched a different episode. <laughs> uh, so uh, let me read the brief synopsis of A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, after a jaded magazine writer, played by Matthew Reese, is assigned a profile of Fred Rogers, played by Tom Hanks, he overcomes his skepticism, learning about empathy, kindness, and decency from America's most beloved neighbor. Oh, so wholesome, so nice. Um, we're going to spoil it now. I think I, I saw this with Nicole and based on pre-show conversations with Jess, I think we are going to argue the show. So let's do that. Um, if you guys haven't uh, seen A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, it's in theaters right now. It's getting pretty high ratings, might be up for awards. Uh, so if you're interested, you like the guy, you like the story, go check it out. If you have any interest, we're going to spoil it. We rate things here at Phones with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. And I read that plot synopsis off, and I'll start with you, Nicole. It's not the plot you thought you were going to get, is it? Um, I was totally fixated on the documentary still, unfortunately. It really skewed my uh, thought of what this was going to be. I honestly haven't paid much attention to the trailers and the previews of this so i didn't know what i was stepping into i guess what i thought most was going to be the story of mr rogers on set versus real life and how he had to manage both of those i guess i wasn't quite sure what the other matthew reese's name is 
I wasn't quite yeah, sure name. what role he was going to play in this, so I was very confused of what it was going to be. Jess, did you have any preconceived notions going in? Did this surprise you at all? Um, I think when I first saw the trailer, I was like, Tom Hanks, what the fuck? Why are you Mr. Rogers? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I had no idea it was um, actually about this like asshole trying to interview him for um, his job. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i also i well i figured it, the he was going to be the main character or the asshole has just put it uh, lloyd vogel is our lead character he is a journalist for esquire he's prickly he's difficult people don't like to work with him he is very aggressive in his interviewing and um he has a newborn child he has his wife uh what's her name andrea and uh he has an issue with his father who is played by chris cooper uh typically plays the angry dick father guy um people recognize yeah him. That's he does jerry. he usually does jerry yeah i think he's pretty jerry is the name of the character that chris cooper plays in this the father the, the father of lloyd yes oh remember here he only calls him jerry he doesn't even call him dead oh okay he sounds like he would be he was a jerry and something else he might have been. I always think of him in American Beauty, where he's the asshole dad, <laughs> or August August Osage County, where he's like the nice dad, but he's still he's still Chris Cooper. Um, so the, I mean, those are your our main characters, other than you know the titular. Well, I guess not in titular. His name's not in the title, but Tom Hanks is Fred Rogers. Uh, it's not a story about him though. It is about his wife. Uh, Lloyd and his wife. Well, his wife's in here for like five seconds. I mean, uh, Joanne. Yeah. Joanne Rogers, yes, um, but it's, Tom Hanks is more of like a guide to uh, to Lloyd in his general life. Uh, he's initially sent to interview him for kind of a puff piece. It's kind of a half punishment, half learn something from his editor, um, and so he kind of strikes up uh, so, so somewhat of a you know, f- f- familial father son <laughs> relationship with uh, with Fred. They have little talks. They uh, we we see some of Fred's odd idiosyncrasies when he's getting filmed and how overly insanely nice he is about everything to the point of clogging production and irritating some people. Um, but the, the main character is Lloyd and the main story is as said in the synopsis, Lloyd has to learn, has to learn how to forgive his father for the problems. And he has to learn to be nicer to, to his people. Um, Jess, what do you think of the plot of this movie? Um, I'm just going to straight out say I didn't enjoy this. And I, I wish I did because it got it got great reviews and um it I was excited to see this and maybe I had too high of expectations but um they did not meet. I for some reason couldn't feel what was supposed to be felt. So it was supposed to be um Lloyd's revelation and he kind Mr. Rogers kind of is his therapist basically and helps him um overcome a lot of conflicts that he's had in life. He describes himself as um, being broken, and Mr. Rogers um, kind of fixes him, and he um, has better relationships with his family. Um, I didn't feel that it's 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 supposed to be strong and compelling, and <laughs> but no, I just thought it it didn't work for me. So I'm going to give it a two. That's just it. It it didn't hit it. Nicole, you know what, Jess. I really thought I was going to be the only one to feel that way. Nope, and haters going to hate. So <laughs> glad that you that we're on the same wavelength with this because the three words that I can say about this plot and this movie is what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck did I just watch? 
Why am I still sitting here watching this? What am I supposed to be gathering from this movie? <laughs> Why is Mr. Rogers here with this bozo? And what the what the fuck is the out, outcome going to be? Why is we why are we watching Mr. Rogers but we're also watching this guy's shitty life? Like I <laughs> did not understand what what we were, what I was supposed to be getting out of this. So, I mean, I never felt cohesion of the two stories crossing of mr yes, rogers and exactly. his wife's life yeah. and then this guy's life oh god i had a fucking clue what the hell i was supposed to do with any of that stuff like it just really just two separate entities that never crossed for me and i don't know what i missed for that to not happen or if i just chose you know, not to believe any of it because it just really made no sense. I am going to give this a big fat zero. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I don't even have like, like a funny name for a zero because I don't think we've ever done that before. I can't. No, I mean, that's like a mama K grade. I don't even want to make an upgrade. I I wish I could bring in plot points that were were manageable with me but honestly i have never felt so strongly about disliking something like this i was really really disappointed that they would bring mr rogers character into something like this is this a true story like what is this they were real life friends they were real life friends this is this is based on why would they why would they make it like this i don't think this is really how this is how this is how it was the guy was mean he talked to mr rogers they became friends and it helped him smooth his relationships out in his life i would have rather had all that happen without having mr rogers on set am i missing why mr rogers is on set so much because that's how because they were mr rogers helped him in real life like and then you know uh, Whatever. I already, I already. I'm sure some of it was dramatized, but this is based on a real story. He, Mr. Rogers, really did help this jaded, mean guy. I just feel like become... I'm missing. I feel like they were missing a better story. I would have rather had Mr. Rogers becoming a friend to this guy, but like seriously, how they were. They. I can't. I. I don't know. I. I don't know. Yeah, I. I, I, I agree. Like they did a really bad job of crossing the two together. Um, yeah, for sure. I just. Didn't, I didn't feel anything. And I felt like it was it almost nothing. like it felt forced. Like it didn't feel like a natural connection. It didn't feel like a real story. Absolutely. If this was a real story, I would have I would have had a better connection with it if I What is a real story? He just didn't like it. <laughs> no, seeing that this is a real story, you're right. I absolutely hated how they portrayed it. I'm sure it was a much better story in real life watching this guy, you know, going through some crap or with maybe. his dad. It honestly and his, probably and lasted twenty minutes in real life. <laughs> yeah. and then he showed up for dinner at the end that's it no <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah uh i hear a lot of your criticisms and i don't disagree with you um this is uh, it was disappointing for me too i don't have a vitriol like uh nicole nor am i as uh numb as jess but uh <laughs> i i I don't like our main story. I I, for, I knew going in it would be about the, the guy. I, I knew it wasn't going to be. I knew Tom Hanks as Mr. Or as Fred Rogers was going to be the secondary character. Like he was going to be like the wise old wise old man teaching him things. Um, so I kind of knew this story coming in. I'm shocked at how kind of bland and 
not interesting this this main story yes. is with the kid and his father and and his wife and the newborn it's an, it's pretty paint by numbers no bite there's just nothing interesting about it i on the other hand really like the scenes of the two of them together um there's some weird disturbing shots when when he when fred rogers is doing the puppet and we get like zoom ins on him like talking to himself and like i i like the psyche dissection between him and our main character Lloyd when it's the two of them talking the two of them trying to figure each other out um when it's the two of them together I I actually am enjoying the plot Mm. I'm enjoying the ride um when it's just Lloyd with his family doing stuff that's all pretty bad so I'm I'm I guess I'm the high person on this but it's not I'm I'm not singing the praises it's like a three for me for the plot um shit (laughs) <laughs> and this leads to the biggest problem in the movie for me, and I know Nicole because I could hear her trying to escape her seat in the theater next to me. Um, Matthew Reese's Lloyd is not a good thing. It's not a good casting choice. He's not what portraying a it well. Actor. He is. Sorry, is dis- Christopher Lloyd or whatever the fuck his name was. Christopher Reese. Matt, Matthew, Matthew Reese. Reese. He's, he's an Emmy Award winner, so he's actually he's a what? He's 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 an Emmy Award winner, so TV. I don't know. I saw him. He looks familiar, but uh, I I don't rec- recognize him specifically, but I'm sure he's in things. Point. I mean, he's just his character is terrible. I, he's not. I'll, Nicole, go ahead. You talk about the I mean, your character. I just right I've never seen a main character so flat before. It's just yes. so. The, you know, the personality was was not there at all. And, you know, I, I... I would disagree that he's flat, though. I think he's just loathsome. Like, I when he went on the screen, I, I, didn't, I felt something, and it wasn't good. It was like, oh, <laughs> I get mean, him off so this fucking screen. I, I, <laughs> I see the point that you're, that you're having here, is that his personality is, is so negative that it creates a personality. Like, I understand what you're saying, but, mm-hmm. I mean, just someone... That is whose job is on the line, who just had a newborn and, you know, finds this person that's so, you know, known for having this wholesome feeling about life and everything. Like, I, even when he's coming around and coming into his own person, he's still so fucking boring. (laughs) Like, there's no, the revelation (laughs) makes me depressed. I'm like, you didn't even... What are you, what, what is your mind evolving into? Like, there was nothing. He's not like, oh my God, I love my job now. I love my child now. I want to do the best for my father and my, my wife. He just like still moped around like an ass. There was, I, I just didn't feel any sort of <laughs> like, uh, you know, epiphany from talking to Mr. Rogers. Well, I mean, so what was your character rating? I, I missed it. Oh, the- we're talking about characters. Oh. I thought we well, were yeah, just, talking just talking about, about him. Um, yeah, I mean, the his wife was okay. I thought she had more character than anybody. Um, the dynamic between Lloyd and his dad, you know, it's very it's very important for them to show how you know why why is Lloyd this way, and you know they they showed the dad being a piece of shit, but I feel like they didn't even do a good job of that because he was still trying. You know, he still stayed outside the the apartment and tried to get him to come down and chat or whatever and you know just trying to do the best that he can you don't we don't know what the father's background is either unless i missed that but 
um, it was hard for me to piece all these people together. Um, Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers was, I was, I was interested that they chose him to play Mr. Rogers. You know, that's, he's, he's so versatile in things. I feel like it was a good try, but unfortunately the movie was just so terrible that he didn't have a chance to really shine and play that role, um, as best that he could. Uh, Oh God, I hated this movie so much. Um, I'm going to give the characters a 1.5. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that's pretty fair. Um, I agree with what Nicole was saying about Lloyd. He was just so boring. Um, there's no other way to put it. Like anything you put on screen, it wasn't believable. I don't know if it was just bad acting or he just wasn't passionate enough, but there was nothing there um, for him. And his life didn't even seem that bad. Um, honestly, but he just, I don't know what it was about him. It just wasn't believable. And he, I mean, he was the main part of the movie and it, nothing, I don't know. It, it, nothing was there for me. Um, for Tom Hanks, Fred Rogers, I think he did like, he did good, but I, I, some points I feel like he was just too slow. Like, I know Fred Rogers, obviously, you know, he's older and he's an old man, but uh, I actually went home and I YouTubed, like, just a snippet of um, Mr. Rogers, and he was kind of peppy, and mm-hmm. I think Tom Hanks was just too, too slow. And that I was almost... That. Yeah, and it was almost hard to watch. Yeah, he didn't get the essence of uh, Mr. Rogers to me for the most part. I, maybe it was just... Mr. Rogers was... Not he was deliberate. He wasn't slow per se, but um, I don't know if pe- is he quite peppy. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say peppy, but days. um, like just taking off his jacket, taking off his shoes. Like he was moving, and he you could tell like he had some spirit in him. I think Tom Hanks was just mm-hmm. just so slow, and that kind of like got me annoyed just because you know, he, like you're just come on, like spit it out, or at least like move a little Mr. faster. Mister Rogers or wanted involvement. Yeah, Mr. Rogers wanted involvement from the audience and children and interaction, and Tom Hanks didn't provide that. I totally agree. Yeah, and I feel like Fred Rogers did more activities. Like, he, you know, he was walking around um, the stage, and I just feel like he was just in it with people. And, yeah, he was just – he was too still and slow. That just kind of got annoyed with me at the end. Um, the other side characters, Andrea, Jerry, I mean, they were fine. They were just normal characters. I think they were over the top, but they weren't as – they weren't like Lloyd. So I guess it brought my average up. <laughs> um, so I'm probably, I don't know, one five or a two, somewhere between there. Eh, yeah, one five. Um, I, so, yeah, I already talked about Lloyd, and you guys already said he's, he's terrible. Um, he's, he's so bad. Uh, I don't think he's bad. I think he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do because I'm reading a little snippet from the director, Mariel Heller. She actually uh, did uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me? The movie with Melissa McCarthy from a year oh, ago. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, she wrote and directed that. So this is her, I think, second directing uh, effort. And uh, she said on Mr. Rogers, uh, he doesn't have the dynamic nature you need for a protagonist for a movie and considered Mr. Rogers to be the antagonist to Lloyd, who is the protagonist. And... Uh, that that kind of tells me that that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> well, We're casting him because he's bad, that... and we want someone bad to be this because he's the antagonist. She's saying Fred Rogers is 
for intents and purposes, I mean, antagonist doesn't translate directly to the bad guy, but for all intents and purposes, Mr. Rogers is the bad guy who comes into good old Lloyd's life and flips it upside down. <laughs> like, wow. that's kind of, as she made this movie with that in mind, and it's working for people. People love this movie. It's got real high <laughs> ratings. Um, uh, Lloyd is the worst. Lloyd, so the whole thing, I went to Nicole early on for about Lloyd, and I was like, Oh, he's a real fucking asshole. He's mean to his wife. I don't know why he's so mad at his dad. His dad doesn't seem that bad, and he punched him out of nowhere. He was just, he wasn't even do, he was just drunk. He wasn't even really doing anything to him. And I was like, hmm, maybe they'll turn him around and make him a good guy at the end. And then he's not really a good guy at the end. He just is able to sit in a room with his family at the end. I'm just so confused about call that growth. What the overall <laughs> message is we're supposed to be getting from this? I really don't get it. I know, because Fred Rogers' thing was, like, how to control your emotions or how to, like, know how to feel things the right way. I feel like they really wasted opportunity with his wife in this. Why didn't, like, if this was about Mr. Rogers, then why, I wanted more. No, it's not. He's the, member. he's the bad guy. He's the antagonist. Oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> According to the writer-director, he, she is, he's the, or sorry, just the director. She did not write this. This is insane. Um, I... I thought Mr. Rod- Tom Hanks's Mr. Rogers in the trailer looked cheesy, bad, and weird. Um, he's the only thing that I like in this movie more than I thought I would. I thought he was pretty good. I liked him as as Fred Rogers. Um, I think he could win something. Oh, Jesus Christ. No way. <laughs> I know you guys probably would not uh, agree, but... Uh, and I don't think he quite is on the scale of some of the lead performances or even side performances we've had this year from leading men, but he... He's better than I thought. I, I he doesn't seem like Fred Rogers to me, but he didn't seem like Tom Hanks, and no, that's he just important. Just seems like an impersonator. I he he felt like a whole he felt like a whole a whole other person. He didn't feel like he didn't he didn't quite feel like Mr. Rogers, but he didn't feel like Tom Hanks. Usually, when I watch Tom Hanks, I know some one of you said that he kind of is a good actor and disappears into roles. I disagree. Tom Hanks. I is always really just, love Tom Hanks and a lot of things. I like him. I like him a lot, but and, he's not a dynamic actor. He's like two or three characters. Yeah, but I mean, the the whole thing is you. I don't know. Am I defending Tom Hanks in this or not? Because Tom Hanks can either he can he can be like the like the everyday Joe. He can be like well, that's what Mister Rogers is supposed detective. to be. He's supposed to be the everyday Joe. We're supposed to get him as him. I know, but he has to play someone else like that's famous. He has to. We have to pretend it's not Tom Hanks we're looking at. Like some actors can like completely slip into a role, and you can't even remember what actor you are. I I don't see I Tom mean, Hanks. I just don't see Mr. Rogers. That's the issue I'm having. I'm just okay. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that. I don't see Tom Hanks, but I don't see Mr. Absolutely. Rogers. Absolutely, that's what the issue is here. I'll meet you there. Um, but I do like whatever character he is. Um, because I think you got, uh Nicole or uh, Jess said it. Um, Andrea's fine. Uh, the dad, Chris Cooper. I always like seeing Chris Cooper because I like him as an actor, but he's not anything special. Um, so I'm gonna give him like, uh, oh man, Lloyd really, Lloyd craters. It. I'm <laughs> just like the a, worst thing I've ever seen. He's so and horrible. his name is Lloyd. He's terrible. I don't uh. think that's my, that's my father's name. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Um, because I, I don't think he did it bad. I think he did exactly what the director wanted him to do based on the director's statements. So. I want to give it a two five because I think Mr. Rogers is pretty good. And I like our side characters as much as, as one can um, visual and sound. Here's some stuff I can actually give some positiveness to, but I'll go to uh, Jess first. What do you think of the visual and sound? Yeah, no positives here. Um, no, I'm, That's I'm, ridiculous. Jo- I'm, I'm joking. Right, I'm joking. Gonna, I'm joking. Take it back. <laughs> thank, thank God. Um, 
let's say there's gonna be something good in here it's not all trash no i i do think that it was shot poor quality i was watching this and i'm like this seems blurry to me and i, and I was like but I'm, I'm wearing my glasses it's supposed to be like how it filmed in like 1998 or whatever i don't know yeah that's, the whole thing. That's why the whole movie was in 4-3 aspect ratio, Ugh. and like they had the little miniatures in the town. See, this this just made me think that my eye prescription needs to, to be better, or something like oh, that. Oh, Jess, it was so obviously miniature. It's how the show was. It's how the sh- That's why they filmed it like that. I just that. wish they could film it a little more crisp. But that's not how the show... They're filming it like the, when it's Mr. Rogers' show, and they're showing like the town. They're filming it like PBS in 1988. But what about like, the part that's, you know, in the hospital and stuff like that? That could have been better. Yeah, I don't think she's talking about the deliberate miniature scenes. Yeah, just the entire thing. Okay, I felt no. like they could have made reality look like reality and made the show look like the show. All right, all right. I'll, I'll back off. But no, honestly, my, my favorite visuals are um, probably the nostalgic pieces from the show. I liked um, the puppets, King Friday, um, the little songs they sang as if it were the show. And I think because the movie was so bad, I'd just rather watch Mr. Rogers. <laughs> so um, those are my favorite visuals and um, my favorite parts. And again, the music, I it's nostalgic to me. So I really liked... Hearing the songs that they sang, the intro song, and them on the subway, that part was pretty cute. But other than that, nothing that really good. hit hard to me. It's just, um, I don't know. They made me happy and think about when I was a kid. So that, I think that was the whole effect of the show, too. Um, everyone watching this thinks back to how they felt when they saw Mr. Rogers or um, how what they learned from him. And, I mean, I guess the purpose of the movie is to apply this to real life now, even though... It wasn't completely effective, um, but the visuals did help in that aspect. So I'm gonna uh, give it a three five. Mm. Okay, there we go. There's something, Nicole. What do you think? Well, I really like how they um, implemented those pieces from Mr. Rogers' show of the claymation-looking miniature scenes and the little trolley and things mm-hmm. like that. They really. Uh, I thought they implemented shots of Pittsburgh really well, um, where Mr. Rogers was from, because it's such a such an important piece of, of Pittsburgh history. Um, so that was really nice. Uh, there was something that I wanted to bring up that I hated. You Another know, thing? I, yeah, you know, I just really can't <laughs> think of it right this second because I knocked it out of my head. Um, fuck. Uh, it's, Shout it out later when you think. Yeah, it, it, it clearly doesn't matter right now. <laughs> oh, I know what it was. Okay, so I hated when Mister Rogers is on set and we have all these people bustling around and they're like five minutes, five minutes. Okay, we're doing this. We're calling that, and it's like the director of the show acting like a total stereotypical, annoying, sorry, female director of a show. And it was so ridiculous. I just was rolling my eyes so hard at that because I really cannot fathom that people are sitting there making fun of Mr. Rogers while he's on the show, the producer, and screaming out things and this and that. Like, it just really set the tone so poorly. I have to agree with you there because I think even in the expose last year, they made it seem like they were all family and super happy and had fun together. Absolutely. They thought he was like this diva, but they had to be nice to him. Absolutely. They really just thought he was a weirdo because he's like he always runs late because he's just too slow and nice to these. But that's not what they prove. That's not what we've proven in past documentaries and, and, you know, clips of him like that. You know, they really picked 
odd. They made odd choices. Really odd well, choices. No, but you could argue, even though "Won't You Be My Neighbor" is an excellent documentary, it is all fluff. There's not a whole lot of negative stuff in there about him. Well, I, mean, I think that's what anything. sells a lot better than seeing this dorky side that people of people making fun of him. Like, okay, I feel like you know, there's always going to be people like that. We can understand that, but what are we gathering from that? From these people making fun of him and then him helping Lloyd. I don't see the correlation whatsoever. That's where my issue is. I don't I see chuckles, it. I guess. But um, I like the songs. I like that they had a lady, what's her name, in, in Puppet Land singing and shit. <laughs> you know, whatever. It was fine. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't remember her name. Yeah. But yeah lady, lady Marmalade. Animeth. <laughs> Animal. Yeah. Like, Anne-Marie. Like lady Anne-Marie. Um, yeah. You know, that's that's nostalgic. That's really what we're here for is that Mr. Rogers stuff. So uh, that was all great. Otherwise, um, yeah, it was it was there. It's a movie. Uh, give it a two. I like the visual and sound a lot in this movie, and it's, it keeps me engaged on the parts that I would otherwise not be engaged because of the the weak A plot and the weak or just unlikable lead performance. Um, the intro is really good. I, I love that. Uh, it's a little bit of a nostalgia grab, but I wasn't the biggest Mr. Rogers fan. I just thought I like the, when it went to that four, three aspect ratio, the screen got narrower. It was just that square box. Like you would have on a TV. It was grainy. Um, you had the, the little I miniatures. I loved the, I love the miniatures. The miniatures are great. Even when they pan into the real city, they put, they do it with miniatures like they did in the show and like cheesy, cheap little miniatures. I, I love all that. Um, there's a lot of scenes though in the regular world that I really liked. Um, small stuff like there's the one where um, they, the, the the asshole guy comes home and all the mothers are there with their kids and it's like a baby like mom mommy and me play group kind of thing and he's walking through the house and it's just it's real like stressful and I can like feel the cramping he's and then such Mr. A Rogers baby. calls. He's such a bitch. I really hate him. <laughs> Get over I'm, it. Not, I'm not saying I like our lead character. I know. I, 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 maybe I like the scene because he's because he's uncomfortable and that that pleases me. Um, but <laughs> I, I like that scene. I like um, a lot. Like I said, a lot of the Mr. Rogers. You know, I already said um, the one where it zooms in on him when he's talking as Daniel the Tiger, but we see him kind of mumbling to himself, and it's and that's that's from the documentary is that he would often use the puppets even like at the dining room table with his family when he was when he was expressing um you know sadness or maybe anger. i wanted more mr rogers family life like that because we get the part where he's playing the piano next to his wife when they're sitting in their living yeah. room like that was that was a so, weird little scene but it's genuine it like they probably did that shit all the time well, we can't learn too much about our antagonist, Nicole. Uh, that is <laughs> what an interesting point of view this director chose to take. I, what is what's her beef? It worked. It worked for a lot of people. I just I, I don't think she's because she doesn't like Mr. Rogers. I think it's because she wanted to show. I mean, she she's a writer. She wanted to show the writer with with who's troubled and just misunderstood. Boo. And you know he's he's got he's got that creamy center under that hard exterior, and all you need is a. All you need is this this kooky, wacky, nice guy coming in to, to bring it out of you. Well, failed. Um, the worst actor choices ever. But <laughs> I I mean, I'm not saying it, it clearly doesn't work for you guys at all. It works like about half the time for me. Um, there's one other scene I wanted to bring up, though. What was it? Um, Hospital, uh, wedding. It's, 
No, the hospital is terrible. The the ending where they all have dinner together is terrible. Where the Mr. Rogers just like shows up at the door. Oh, shows up. Come in. And they're like, oh my, it's Fred Rogers. And then they all just have dinner with Chris Cooper in a bed in the middle of the living room. It's fucking weird. I don't like that scene at all. Um, oh, yeah, I remember now. The, the diner scene where he wants to have like the minute of silence. And they literally have a minute of silence. And we get uh, little yes. uh, glimpses of all the, pe- all the different diners. Like kind of solemnly or sadly like kind of what was that moment of silence i didn't get that part because they were just only talking to each other and then all of a sudden the entire restaurant got silent how did they hear what they were talking about that's a little bit of a moment of whimsy i didn't buy it well it's not like fully based around it just remember that weird uh dream sequence where he's like the little guy in the castle and uh and um and uh the, the puppets are giants and uh he you know it's like a dream sequence i have no fucking clue what you're saying the, our main character, he's in the make-believe castle, but he's, like, puppet-sized, and, like, the puppets are big, and all the people are big. His wife is the, um, is the, is the oh, lady yeah. character from the show. Yeah, stuff like, you know, it wasn't all based in pure regular... And what about when uh, Mr. Rogers is walking around, he gets on the bus, and he's, like, seeing him in, like, the hospital, and, like, he's, like, he thinks he sees him, and then he gets on the bus, and he's not there. There's some, there's some reality bending here. It's not all straightforward. I didn't buy that either. Um... Yeah, too many different, yeah, too I many figured, different clips of shit. You, what the? Uh, it can only be this way or this way. Whatever. I I like the visual and sound. I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, but the resonance and feel, um, because we're at the end here. I already talked about the weird family dinner with the old guy in the bed. He dies. He had a disease. Um, and uh, they do. Uh, he writes the article on um on uh, Mr. Rogers because that was like what the I'm whole so done talking about this plot. oh my god You're just... and the title of the article is can you say hero why and he, and he makes the front page because Nicole that was the real article it was called can you say hero and it was on the front page why is this called <laughs> that should be the be name of the movie right? I mean I understand what the what it's from but like the, I do not see these two as neighbors, and maybe that's the only thing I see them as because they never become friends. <laughs> it's minor acquaint. Won't you be my minor e- acquaintance? Is that all that happens? Because <laughs> at the scene where um, the dad and Jerry were fighting about, like, do you want a beer? I was like, no, I don't want a beer. Take the beer. Okay, that's when I close my eyes. So anything after that? That was that was supposed to be resonating with you, uh, Jess. Well, that was the point where my um, eyelids never opened again until the yeah. lights went on. So I kind of need to recap of what happened well, after that, and that goes to show this is the first movie I think. I just gave you the recap. That's it. I don't know if there's anything else. Yeah, that was the first movie this year yeah. I closed my eyes to. Um, I went every other movie this year. I didn't fall asleep. It was just that one. This, this one. So what do you give the resonance and feel? <laughs> Considering I close my eyes at the pivotal event. <laughs> well, the last the last thing you closed your eyes for was a couple of years ago with Thor Ragnarok, another movie that people love. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. At this point, it was moving so slow. People were talking so slow. I wanted to end. That's when I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm giving in. I'm just going to shut my eyes. Um, yeah, resonance and feel like a one. <laughs> Nicole? I really wish I never saw this. Honestly, I I am really disappointed in what I thought this was going to be. The very minuscule feeling that I had of what this was going to be was just crushed. (laughs) It's like, this is not good. It's really not. I don't know what... I I still cannot fully grasp the concept of what what our, our end takeaway was supposed to be of this. Is that 
I guess Mr. Rogers is a friend for everybody. I don't know. I really don't. Disappointed. I totally agree with the long pauses of talking and the way we had to sit and meddle through everything and then keep talking. Like, (laughs) oh my God. I almost forgot that middle picture on his board from the beginning was the family at Christmas time. Oh my God, that that whole fucking thing. And you were so Uh, mad because they took a picture of the They didn't even use the same one. What the fuck was the point? Whatever. I'm giving it a zero. Sorry. Double zeros this round. I know we've been shitting on it and I and I've been defending it slightly, not not very full heartedly, but um there's a version of this movie I like. I think the big fixes are make Mr. Rogers and Lloyd co leads, follow both of them equally, and make Lloyd not so incredibly horribly unlikable. If Lloyd was likable and we got another fifteen minutes of Mr. Rogers and fifteen minutes less of Lloyd, I think that I would like a version of this movie. Um, like a, a lot. I I don't hate this movie. It's it's okay, but I think if you do that and you patch that little thing up, I I, I would really enjoy this. Um, but as it stands now, um, it's not super sticky. I don't know, uh, like a two five. Oh. It's okay. It's not terrible. It's okay. Um, yikes. Oh, no, we won't jerk. recommend it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicole is not recommending it. <laughs> Jess, are you recommending a Beautiful Day in the Neighbor? I am not, and I don't like complaining. So again, I'm just gonna pass the mic over to you. <laughs> um. I'm going to give it a soft recommend. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I must have really missed Ooh. something out of here that so many people enjoy this. I would like I to get know. It. From, enough. I'd like to know from our, from listeners, too, if they feel the same way. Because if someone can enlighten me on what grand symbolism I'm missing out of this, I would like to know. Because I, I'm not gathering. Really. I'm I'm giving it the pass based on some visuals that I liked, some good nostalgia pulls, the miniatures, the clever camera work, and I liked Mr. Rogers more than I thought I would. I liked Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers more than I thought I would. The biggest reason to not recommend this is Lloyd, because he's unbearable, we already said it, um, and the plot that surrounds Lloyd isn't very good. It's based in real life, so maybe this movie just shouldn't have been made based on that article that he wrote, um, but... I, I see the good in this movie, and uh, it slightly outweighs the the bad for me. Slightly, right. it's so one very weak not rec- <laughs> or very weak recommend, and two very strong not recommends for. Um, it's just so surprising that this is what we thought about it when the reviews are so high. Yeah, I mean, that it happens. Another, we... That was like another thing that we saw recently that had. 99% or something like that? What was that? Well, recently? we saw Ford vs. Ferrari, but Mama K and I both recommended that, and you were like, ugh, it's boring. Nuh-uh. You didn't recommend Ford vs. Ferrari. I didn't? It was okay. <laughs> After watching this, you're thinking every movie <laughs> I mean, you did recommend. That was actually pretty damn good. My, how the tables have turned. <laughs> After this, I might have to go back and give Ma a recommend. <laughs> Uh, so that's where we are. A, a, I mean, a big letdown for you two. A, a decent letdown for me. Um, we've I think we've got. This is the last November review, but we have one more theater review before we return to streaming, and that will be Knives Out. Um, also, really high ratings, but now I'm scared of everything. So hopefully, 
hopefully it actually lives up to our expectations. Um, Jess will be away for a little bit on vacation, but she will be back in uh, December when we have streaming reviews. Ooh. Yeah. Um, we have The Irishman coming up. We have Marriage Story. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention the winner of our Instagram tournament, the Films of the Women of My Life, uh, Best Picture winner of the past You're gonna two years. You're going to say it right now? Yeah, it's, the results are already out. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, okay. Well, you're going to find out right now. It was The Silence of the Lambs from 1991 versus Forrest Gump from 1994, another Tom Hanks movie. And guess what? We're doing another Tom Hanks movie. Forrest oh. Gump won the Best Picture Tournament. Uh, and um, These were two I'll really good contenders. I'll see who I can force to be on with me on that one, because I know there is some varying opinions on this panel about Forrest Gump. I will not reveal who thinks what. If you have anything to recommend to us, though, we have slots in January, February, and March to do some listener suggestions. I just got a couple more this week. Uh, keep them coming. I'm keeping track. I'm not losing them. Just, you know, I'll get to as many. We'll Except get to the as crappy many ones. I mean, there's so many at this point that we're going to kind of go on a first is it streaming, second is anyone going to want to do this kind of thing. But uh, if you have anything to recommend to us, we are always listening. Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook and the best place to reach out to me individually, probably the best place to reach out at all is Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. Uh, sorry guys. Sorry Jess. Sorry Nicole. Yeah. Jesus. Thanks Snooze for the apology. Fest. Maybe next time. Until next I time. I feel like the director should apologize to us. <laughs> <laughs> she made the. It sounds like she made the perfect movie that she wanted to make, and she might get awards for it. So, uh, what sorry are we to know? us. Sorry yeah. uh, for wasting an hour. I'm going to say an hour twenty minutes because I probably slept the last fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> and that was my time. And you usually don't sleep during movies. You're usually you're usually good. It's it's uh it's the other one who tends to snooze <laughs> during the during the films. So does Mama K though. Mama K always falls asleep in the middle of movies. It's so weird. Um, until next time, everyone, this is Brandon signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and